everyone and welcome to another episode of Living Life God's Way with Mimo. And today we're going to be touching on something pretty interesting. And usually every weekend I get on the airwaves right here and I'm sharing with you thought-provoking insights into this Christian life and, you know, everything that God has called us into and what God expects of us. Uh, So today we're going to be talking about our faith. And when I say our faith, I do not speak about faith as the assurance of things hoped for, evidence of things not seen, just like the Bible says in Hebrews. No, that's not what I'm talking about. When I say faith today, I'm talking about our faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and the belief that we have in him. So on this episode, we're going to be talking about our faith and belief in Jesus and how this intersects with our lives in the workplace. Right. So today I have someone really special with me Uh, and it's like, wow, I I feel so, so blessed to be on the same platform with you speaking and (laughs) asking you a couple of questions. So I have with me Daniel Gomez. He's the author of the best-selling book, You Were Born to Fly. He's a speaker, he's a corporate trainer, and he's a coach of over two decades. And he's been working in, in corporate America for this long. Um, today we're going to be talking about this Christian journey and how we are able to shine our light in, in the corporate space. So welcome, Daniel. Good to see hey, you. thank you for having me. I'm excited. <laughs> Any place to talk about God, I'm excited because God is definitely alive and God is definitely moving. So I'm honored to be on your show. Thank you for having me. Oh, thank you, Daniel. Awesome. Okay, so Daniel, I just want to ask you a couple of questions. Um, you see sometimes bringing our faith into the professional environment is seen as something that really shouldn't be done so in some climes it's fine it's totally acceptable Um, in some other climes it's a total no-no it's not expected so for instance when i moved to north america um, one of the orientations that i got is that even topics that you really shouldn't touch on in the corporate space and one of those topics is politics another is religion Amongst a host of other topics. And for you, being in corporate America for, you know, pretty much over 20 years, uh, providing leadership development, training, coaching for different people, and then you are a Christian. How have you been able to pull through that in terms of your identity as a Christian and then all of the corporate spaces that you've had to provide um, your, your skills and expertise in? Well, the beautiful thing about being a Christian is this, is that I think back of the saying of St. Francis of Assisi, be ministering in all times. When need be, use words. Think about that. Be ministering all the time. When need be, use words. And the problem sometimes that we make as young believers, we're excited. We want to throw scriptures down everybody's throat. Or we, or we, we, we limit God to scriptures. And God is not scriptures. God is did the word of god is inspired by the holy spirit but god is not just in the bible if we think that we can contain god in the bible we're crazy right because god is everywhere the 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 bible is something that was created by man which was inspired by the holy spirit but i say that because you minister more with who you are and when i go into these corporate settings this is where this is where a lot of people can get a lot of wisdom right though god gives us the words of life his principles and you think about this. Why do so many Christians, why are we broke? Why don't we have money? Because we don't follow the principles of God. So when I go into these corporate settings, I always practice the principles of God. And when they see this in me, right? They're like, well, is there something different about you? What's going on? 
Well, as soon as I ask you that question, guess what? They've asked me a question and my answer is, well, because of God. So because they ask you that question, you have the right to speak about him, right? But it's not a question of shoving it down, but it's just a matter of talking about his principles. And the way I usually do that once they ask that question is, well, I kind of just apply it to my story. They're like, you know, there's something different about you. So when they say that, it gives you a gateway. Absolutely. I, I totally love that. And yeah, that's true. You know, he's, he's like, he's just providing that leeway for you to start a conversation. So the moment he says, oh, there's something different about you, that's just an opportunity to say something and to actually drop a word or two about the Lord and your faith. But at the same time, quite, quite important. You're not shoving it down their throats so that they don't feel like, you know, you're being too forceful, you're being too pushy. It's just expressing who you are and who you are, you know, this is what, what my identity is. Yeah, not shoving it down their throats. I, I read you like that. Um, so what should be our disposition? Ensuring that we're not shoving it down people's throats and uh, we're just the lights right there in our place of work or in our professional space. Or what, what really should be my disposition as a Christian? Well, this is what it should be. I, I think right now, God is, is definitely moving in our lives and God is moving across this world is what we're going through here in 2020. But what, what, what happens is at the point of salvation, many of us get saved, but we never practice Romans 12 too. And the word of God says this is be transformed by the renewing of your mind. But so many of us, we just come to the point of salvation and then that we stop there. So we never leave a lot of our carnal emotions, our feelings. We never leave that carnal man. He's a big part of a lot of us and including me, right? Because we all have some of that. We all live in the flesh. But what I mean by that is God is tired of us believers and Christians of just coming to the point of salvation. And we think, oh, I feel goosebumps. God is this. No, God is bigger than goosebumps. It's an insult to our God. And God is tired of just showing up. And God wants to show off in everybody's life right now. But you have to practice Romans 12 too and be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So the disposition should be this, is, is when you really transform the renewal of your mind, you're walking and you're living in, in God, right? The Bible says that we are the temple of the Holy Spirit. Christ, the hope of glory lives in us. So if that is true. If we are clothed with Christ, no matter what we do, the Holy Spirit is going to move through us and it's going to touch the person's heart. But, but going back to what I said, People are going to ask you, people are going to be like, what's, what's going on with this person? What's going on with them? You know, they're, they're going to notice just the way you're carrying yourself should be your disposition because I, I've known it in business, right? You know, me meet so many people that are, oh, I'm a Christian. And it's funny because it's funny, but it's sad because I've, I've seen so many people say, yeah, when I see that little fish in the back of the car or on a business, it's like, you better watch out. There's something fishy, right? Because unfortunately, they've been burned by a believer, right? They've been burned by a believer in business. So it's not by what you portray or what you can quote or by having a cross. No, it's it's let them see let them see God in your heart. And when you go into these these board meetings and when you go into these corporate settings, and your your disposition is everybody's freaking out, reacting, and you're like, don't worry about it, right? Well, why are you so calm? Because it's gonna work itself out. Things always do. Or when you see a manager yell at an employee, it's like, maybe you should have handled that differently. Well, why do you say that? Well, because all he knows is what you've been taught. You haven't trained him. So how can you be upset with them? So when you respond in a different manner, when you respond because of the word of God that's in you and you don't respond the way everybody else does, they take note of 
Hmm. Right? They question what you are. They don't know what it is, but your disposition should always be, right? Just act out what you want to see in others. Wow. If you were to, this would be my last question, Daniel. If you were to give, say, of key things that as Christians you should do to really be the light and representative of Jesus in your space, regardless of what professional space you are in, what would they be? What, what, what comes to mind right away, the first thing is you got to have joy. You got to have joy. The, the word of God says the joy of the Lord is your strength, right? This is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. And I can tell you when I walk into an environment, I, I'm always smiling. And you got to smile. You got to let that joy shine out. Because think about this. When, when the light is turned off in a room, it's, it's, it's dark. But as soon as you turn on the light, it brights. It, the, darkness always gives way to light. Well, we're called to be the light of the world. So if you're smiling, if you're joyous, people can feel that. People can sense that. So A, be joyous. And then and then and then B, right? The second one is 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 humble yourself. Pride comes before the fall. And something that I've that I've learned in, in boardrooms, right? For leadership, this is a good leadership tip, is usually the loudest one to speak first is the most insecure leader of them all because they want to be heard. There's insecurities that they need to hear what I have to say because I'm right. No, it's it, it's pride. So don't be prideful. Always put yourself in a position for Mimo to, to, to be the last one to speak because when you're last to speak, you've already heard everybody's opinion so you can always shift and go off of what they've said. But if you always want to be the first one to speak, you miss the wisdom of what everybody else shares. And third, right? The third one is this, is, is, is celebrate other people's successes. The, the word of God says, be kind to your neighbor, right? Love your neighbor as yourself. Well, who's your neighbor at work? Who's your neighbor? Right? Be kind to them. Love them like they're yourself. So, so, so celebrate them. Many people can't celebrate other people because they can't celebrate themselves. So celebrate other people's victories. And then really... Really focus on, on developing your abundance mindset because when you have an abundance mindset, you, you, you can really build that team that you want to build because if, if, if you don't have abundance, if you have a, la a lack mentality, you think that there's not enough recognition for everybody when in reality, there's enough recognition for everybody. You have that fixed pie mindset. So when you have that lack mindset and what the story that comes to mind is, is a gentleman with the talents, right? One, God gave one two, God gave one five talents, and God gave one ten talents. But if you're that mentality, with, if you have the two talent mentality, you're going to go hide your talent. You're going to be scared. And in doing that, you're not going to support the team to rise up to the next level that they can. You worry about the lack instead of worrying about the abundance. And then the last one that I would say is, is definitely integrity. You have to be a person of integrity. And, and what I mean by integrity is not just the moral integrity of being honest, but the uh, the person of integrity of when there's a scripture in the, in the book of Proverbs that says this is if you faint in the time of adversity, your strength is small. And right now in this season, in 2020, we're seeing that a lot of people that we thought that were men and women of great strength, they, they fainted. They have fainted under pressure. And that's why you see people their frustration levels way up here because you go to Lowe's, you talk to somebody on customer service and right off the bat, they're, the, the smallest thing that pokes them, 
they just go off the lid because they're already at full capacity because they have no joy. So you have to realize that regardless of what you do in your integrity, what are you built of? Who are you under pressure? Who are you when it comes, when, when the, when the winds come, are you going to be like that palm tree that bends and then bends back? Or are you going to be that you think you're a palm tree, but in reality inside, you're just a fig tree and you crack and you, and you break in half under pressure. When you learn to abide in him and trust in him more, that's where that strength and that joy comes in that regardless of what's going on around you, you know that God is with you. And I have a, I have a saying for you that I really, God wants me to share with you right now. I want you to start saying this. I am of God's economy, not of the world's. I've had a record breaking year in business because I believe and I claim that I am of God's economy. Wow. I am of God's economy and not of the world. That's something that is really, really apt because for us as Christians, when we move from the mindset of scarcity to an abundance mentality, knowing that it's not about the abundance physically, I may not have the real cash at the moment, but I have a father. I saw someone on someone's profile somewhere. It says, my father makes planets. Do you know what that means? Like my father owns everything my father is so powerful he's able to do like awesome things he makes planets he makes the world he 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 makes everything so when we have that abundance mindset absolutely it will reflect in our work even in the quality of things that we, we provide the quality of service that we provide in a corporate space i like something you said about celebrating other people's victories and successes that is so apt especially when for many people in the corporate space, everyone is striving to move up the corporate ladder. Um, you know, you're looking forward to the next promotion. And for some reason, the promotion didn't come through for you. It came through for someone else. And then you go, oh my God, it was supposed to be me. And then you're upset and you're angry. Um, but when you know that tomorrow I'll get a chance to, to move up as well, I keep working hard at my job and God will provide that platform. So whenever someone is successful or you know does well at their work or has got a victory that's an opportunity for us not to get jealous or upset but to celebrate them I like something you said about humility about joy just in that corporate space and the funny thing is it's that joy you walk into a boardroom you walk into the office and you just exude joy all the time and people start to wonder hey what's it about you why are you happy why are you always happy like everybody's so much going on you know 2020 has been a tough year but everybody's thinking of all the things happening in their lives but there you are just smiling and just happy and just joyful you know and that is such a, a good point because the moment people begin to notice that and start to ask questions that's always a, a fantastic opportunity to share the gospel of jesus christ and and the root of your joy and you can extend that to other people thank you so much daniel it's been a pleasure speaking with you today i learned a whole lot i have as we were speaking i was taking notes i'm like oh my god yeah where's my pen you know i took notes and i believe that um, for those listening today, I'm also being blessed by the things that you have shared. Yeah, and I have a gift for your audience. So something that really helps me in the corporate realm is, is you really have to have your morning to where you're, you're, you're spending time with God. You have to have a morning routine and, and really. So if they go to da- www.danielgomezinspires.com forward slash the number seven steps, S-T-E-P-S, that's Daniel Gomez Inspires dot com forward slash the number seven then steps s-t-e-p-s they'll get my free training 
on um, seven steps to fly daily because we were born to fly we were born for greatness and the morning the moment you start developing those those morning rituals those morning habits then you give god more space and place in you and he's going to take you higher and further Ooh, thank you thank you so much daniel it's been a pleasure speaking with you i'm sure for everyone who's out there please go on the website get this free gift